Hello and welcome to the podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in to, to, to this Saturday's podcast. I hope you are having a great day, having a great week, a great weekend because it's Saturday. Or you might be listening to this on some other day besides Saturday. So just have a great time in general. Um, today we're going to be talking about the term happiness because the term happiness is like indefinable. Uh, today I'm on a different setup than what I usually am on because usually I have my desk close to the end of my bed. So I just sit on my bed and that's like access to my chair for my desk. And then I just have the table that's like a folding table by it and um, all is well. But today I actually have a chair to go with the desk and um, I don't know how I feel about it because I mean it's kind of nice but I miss the the bed, the bed chair. Um, it just it just really cl- holds really close to my heart. So so yeah. So um, whenever I was researching the term happiness, and I was looking up the definition. Um, it, ha- it said happiness was the state of being happy. So I looked up the definition of happy. And it said um, showing pleasure and like something else. So I looked up the definition of pleasure. And it said, to paraphrase, being happy. Well, it actually said being happy. So um I didn't really get anything out of that um, super uh, extensive research that I did. Um, It was like really thorough, but uh, yeah, I didn't get anything out of it, which basically just proves the point that happiness is pretty much indefinable. And um, usually I would talk about like the different ways happiness is perceived first and then share my opinion, but um, let's just switch it up today. I don't feel like doing that today. So I'm going to reverse it because it makes me happy. So we're going to start out with happiness. What happiness means to me. First off, food. I absolutely love food. Food is everything. Food is amazing. Like, I think my motto for life is like, I I will always love food. Um, thank you. I I really hope you enjoy my amazing singing because that is a once in a lifetime experience. You will never ever hear me sing again, but I will only sing for food. This is how you know food is so important to me. I will literally sing for food. I love restaurants. I love going to restaurants. I love trying out different food. I like making food. I like baking. Baking has been my favorite hobby for the longest time in the entire new universe. Um, I love cooking. I love like trying out different recipes, different cooking methods. Um, like currently the air fryer is my favorite tool in the kitchen. It is the best. You can get like stuff nice and crispy on the outside, soft on the inside without the normal like oils, uh, without using oil. So it's healthier and it's absolutely great. And um, I love like searching up restaurants to get food from. I love going to different restaurants, trying out different cuisines, different food types. Um, whenever I go travel internationally, that's literally the best part of the trip is the food. So um, yeah, 
And then also the guitar. I love, I've been playing the guitar for like seven years. So that makes me pretty happy as well. Um, that's, that's pretty fun to play. Music is great. And then obviously the podcast, uh, the podcast is quite, quite fun for me and just like hobbies in general, blah, 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 hobbies make me happy. Hobbies for people usually make them happy because their hobby is literally like, you know, something on the side that hopefully makes them happy because that would be sad if you don't have a happy hobby, but um, I would hope everybody has a hobby that they enjoy. Um, uh, but there's also other small things that really just bring me the most joy. Like when you suddenly wake up in the middle of the night and you're like instantly sad that you have to wake up early for school. You're like, oh, I only have like two hours left and then I have to wake up for school and get ready and go to school. But then you realize it's like Friday night or Saturday night and you can sleep in and you don't have to go to school. Like you wake up in a panic and all of a sudden just that panic gets lifted off of your shoulders. That is the best feeling in the entire universe. That is so, it just brings me so much joy. Um, And I feel like like if that happened every single day, I would be so happy. That's happened to me a few times over the summer too, but like now, uh, school is getting near. I don't want to want to think about that, but yeah. And then um, when I freak out, this happens to me all the time. I don't know if this happens to anybody else, but this is like so so weird. Um, I'm holding my phone and I'll be like I don't know watching something on it or answering texts or something. Uh, I don't know, just doing something on my phone, and then I instantly panic. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, where's my phone? Cause I think about, oh, I actually have to respond. I'll be like watching, for example, I'll like be watching Netflix, right? And then I'll think, oh, I have to respond to a text message. So then I'm like, oh, where's my phone? I need to respond to the text message. And then I realize, and then I'm like, wait, wait, where is it? Where is it? And then I realize I'm holding it in my hand. And that is, you know, it just, uh, it concerns me a tiny bit because I'm like how how did I forget that but also brings like instant relief because I know that I haven't lost my phone but that makes me pretty happy whenever not the fact that I thought that I lost my phone when it was in my hand but the fact that I didn't actually lose my phone so so yeah and um or whenever you're walking on a street and you see like you have to whenever you're walking on the like on a block and you see they have to cross the street, but then you come to the edge of the street at the perfect time so that you don't have to wait for the crosswalk signal to be clear because it's already clear and it has enough time for you to pass. Some The most annoying thing ever is whenever you're like standing at the crosswalk signal and then like you just get there, but it just turns red. That's, oh, you just like just missed it. But the best just so much happiness and joy is whenever I get to the crosswalk signal and it's automatically just ready for me to go and that is so fun because you don't need to wait and uh whenever I finish my homework for the day that's also the best feeling ever um especially if I like if I finish it earlier than I usually do and I have like an hour or two before I want to go to sleep um of freedom which usually doesn't happen but just finishing homework and not having any left for the night is so 
great. It just brings instant relief. You know what I found out from these scenarios? Happiness for me uh, is actually really brought brought for me by relief. I feel like a lot of these things is whenever I'm relieved. So uh, yeah, just de-stressing brings me a lot of happiness. So that's that's what I've learned from the first eight minutes of this podcast. Wow. Wow. The more the more you learn something every day. Isn't that the thing? You you learn uh you learn a new thing every day. Yeah, sure. That's that's the same. And um also music. Music brings me a lot of happiness. I love listening to music. Music is so fun. Especially when it's like a song that is just so good. Like you've never heard a song or it's like really rarely that a song is so, so good that I'm like, how does this song even exist? It's so good. And that very few songs earn that title for me. But whenever it does, that is so great. Um, and also I think what I've learned is like, I like the feeling of being satisfied, but I also like like instant gratification. I feel like a lot of people like that. I feel like it's kind of um, a human nature. My mouth is really dry today. I don't know why. But like, for example, I have a to-do list every day. Um, usually, like whenever I went to school, it was in a planner and I would write down everything that I had to do and then check it off, like cross it off. Um, and then nowadays, I have it on my notes app on my phone and I like write down whatever I need to do and then I just delete whatever whenever I'm done just keep on deleting and then I have until I have nothing left on my to-do list and like just deleting the task gives me so much happiness because I'm like I just like just another thing that I don't have to do and ever I and I just keep on seeing the list of things getting smaller and smaller and smaller until there's none and that is so fun because I uh notice that whenever I can't check it off or whenever I want to keep, when I keep it on there, it doesn't bring me the same gratification. Like, it doesn't bring me the same satisfaction or happiness um, until I have that gratification. Even if it's something small, like just deleting it off of my phone. Like, that instant gratification, that instant reward of just not having it there or crossing it off just is the thing that gives me the most happiness. And, um... Like, if I have something that takes up more than a day, and I know that even if I finish it today, like, I'll still have to do it tomorrow, I'll put it twice on my list. So I still get to, um, a, like, cross it off if I've done it for the day. So I still get that gratification. And um, I, I found it, like, really hard for me to do things that last than more than one day. Like, I just want to finish it all in one day and just be done with it. Uh, like, having that in like instant really small just you do it and then boom the reward but a lot of the times that doesn't happen and that really stresses me out like whenever I have more than more than one thing or I have one thing to do that that takes up more than a few days or more than a day even and um because I really enjoy that that instant reward so you know I just gotta and that's like kind of like where procrastination comes in for me and I think a lot of also a lot of other people too because um they want to do they want to be happy 
Like, I feel like most people do want to be happy in their life. And um, they want to do something that makes them happy right away. Like, uh, doing homework, you have to work for it. You have to first do the work, put in the brain power, and then at the end you can be happy because you finished it and you don't have that work to do anymore. But, like, watching a movie or um talking to friends like it just instantly right when you start you're happy uh because you gotta do what you want um and it just like if we're already it it, that's like where the procrastination comes in because a lot of the people they just want that instant gratification and they just want to do things that immediately make them happy they don't have to work for it and then like I don't know, talk to friends, watch Netflix, like, I don't know, eat, (laughs) procrastinate and eat, and then just procrastinate and procrastinate um, until the point where you absolutely have to do the homework. It's like, the deadline's 12 a.m., it's 11.30 (laughs) p.m., and you're just like, banging out the last sentences of the essay then you turn it in at like 11 59 p.m um and then whenever you turn it in you're happy because you just finished that work but uh that's where I think a lot of procrastination comes in because you just want to keep on doing things that you don't have like just make you happy you don't have to work for it until like the point where you absolutely have to um so yeah but if we already are happy in the beginning and then dive into the work that we do in a positive attitude that helps me do it like if I dive into my work it's hard like obviously it's hard because it's hard for me to keep a positive attitude when um I'm doing homework but you know sometimes I really I really try I'm like you know what I can do this this homework is helping me in in some way I I may not know right now um I may not know how the Pythagorean theorem is going to help me in the real world, but it may help me sometime. And at least doing this, like I just starting off with a positive attitude and going into the work and just still being happy, then I'm like, oh, even if I get to the end, like that just keeps on making me happy. I don't have to work for it because I'm already happy in the first place, which makes it easier for to do my homework and makes me happier because then I finished and I became even more happy. Um, and I think like listening to music while working for me proves this theory because whenever I listen to music, I'm happy. So if I listen to music while I work, I'm happy while I work and I tend to listen to music more when I work. Um, and it help it like really, really helps me finish the homework and not procrastinate because I'm like, oh, I can still be doing something that I like while doing something that I may not like as much. And, um, that makes me very happy. Uh, so, so yeah. Also, like in English class, you know how they don't let you use the word happy usually? They're always like, oh, you have to use something more descriptive because everything can be happy. You have to use the word joy or ecstatic or, or 
I don't know, I don't know any other synonyms of happy right now. I have not been to school in a good amount of time, um, and I think I've forgotten all of my English, so I can't think of more synonyms right now, where they're usually like, don't just use the word happy, but you know what? That's because it's indefinable. Um, and it's so broad and so different for everybody. Like, introverts and extroverts it's like introverts you know love being by themselves that brings them happiness they're thriving they're in quarantine right now they're so happy this is their dream come true just getting to be in themselves and not have to have social interaction and some people are extroverts and they are most happy with their friends and hanging out and being more social and uh maybe they're not having the best time during quarantine right now but hopefully they found something else to keep them happy but or like some people love having everything clean and organized um I uh, like I'm obsessed with having everything clean and organized like right now this this makeshift table that I'm on is pretty messy and it's making me very um stressed because I really love clean and organized things like my desk always has to be clean and organized my room is usually clean and organized um and while others like just love everything to be easily accessible to them even if that means not having a super clean or organized room you know what I mean like okay for example me in school with um like pencil pouches I love (laughs) and this is so extra but I um my pencil pouch that I have has three compartments. One of the compartments is for my pencil, my eraser, uh, scissors, glue stick, like things I would come go to like every day. And another section is for like highlighters. I have like those fancy clear highlighters. I have gel highlighters. I have like six different colors of highlighters. This is also where I keep my white out uh, and um, something else. Uh, I can't remember right now. Oh, like extra, I always keep extra lead. Uh, and then I have another compartment, which is where I keep like my felt pens uh, or like those like outlining pens and uh, have like 20 different colors. And it's also where I keep my Expo markers. And then I be- and then I keep post-it notes with me. I literally keep everything you can imagine in that bag. If you need anything, come to me. I have all of Target in my pencil bag and I use it every day and I keep it some people they just most convenient easy quick efficient for them they just put their pencil in like the nearest pocket in their pencil in their backpack and then just take out the pencil and boom but me I don't do that I I like doing something else and that brings me happiness that brings them happiness so so yeah and then for some people material items bring them happiness And I mean, they may later realize that actually that doesn't bring them true happiness. Uh, But while other people, like people they surround themselves with, their friendships, their family, make them happy. And um, most of the time I've noticed that people tend to lean towards like 
people and like the people mostly bring them happiness and material items like a lot of people end up realizing that material items actually don't bring them the amount of happiness that people and friendships and family do and it's and what I've noticed like picking and choosing what you want to be you um there's so many choices and you get to pick what you want like everybody has a unique mixture of choices that brings them their identity like they can pick who what they want to be that makes them happy and who they want to be that makes them happy and then that makes up their like their personality their character like if you discover you like gardening and you can just boom like just choose gardening as your hobby if you think it brings you happiness and that becomes part of who you are um, or if you're obsessed with eating mango, like me, I am obsessed and it gives me extreme happiness, then that's a trait of yours. And, or like if you love being the center of attention, some people love being the center of attention, uh, versus like if you hate that, if you, if you're like the person who doesn't want anybody to sing happy birthday to them, um, on their birthday, like you can pick whatever you want that brings you the most happiness and that contributes to personality and what you become. And a lot of people don't look at what makes them happy and end up picking and choosing things that they want to, like traits that they want to make uh, up their identity and their personality based on what they think will make others happy and not themselves. But the thing is, what you're picking and choosing to be, like, your identity, your personality, directly affects you. And it doesn't really affect the other person as much. It's your, it's, it's like controlling your life um, by gauging the happiness of others. And I feel like we should be uh, controlling our life and making up who we are by thinking about what we want and uh controlling our life by what brings us happiness and like making ourselves happy so you know a lot of people can get uh I know this like happened to me uh like we try to do stuff that will make others happy but then we're like wait a minute what are we doing it's our life we can do what we want to make ourselves happy and that makes up uh makes us end up being even more happier than what we were before. Boom. Booyah. Yay. Wisdom. Wisdom with Hibba. Thank you for my TED Talk. I am so, ah, I am so, so, so thirsty today. I am parched. I don't know why my mouth is so dry today. That is really weird. I have a lot to talk about. Maybe that's why. Um, and finding happiness, things to make you happy, can um be pretty hard because we're all we're like constantly evolving beings what makes us what once makes us happy can stop making us happy and what once didn't make us happy can start making us happy so like you just gotta pick and choose different things let go of different things choose different things so it's sometimes I feel like we can get lost in and and like changing our happiness or trying to find stuff that makes us happy and then like we feel like we can't find anything that makes us happy so 
Um, you just gotta find the small happinesses. Happinesses. Is happinesses even a word? I don't think so. What is the plural of happinesses? Of happiness? Happies? Happiness is? Happen- oh, you know how, like, octopus is, like, octopi? Is it, like, no. No, no, no. Nope, that's, that's definitely not it. Um, but I always say that, you know, like, the small successes, the small hard works, the small happinesses, but it's true, at least for me, it's true, that always helps me, just being like, you know what, I may not have this huge thing that makes me happy, but you know what really makes me happy? Eating mango, so I do have something that makes me happy, so, uh, and some people are just naturally more happy than others, and that's okay. Oh, and then in quarantine, especially, like, I know for me, there's a lot of things that made me happy, like going skiing in the winter, hanging out with my friends, uh, I don't know, a lot of other stuff, uh, going to the pool during the summer, going on vacations, eating in restaurants, food in general, sushi, I have not been able to eat sushi in so long, and I'm, I, this is like the longest time I've ever gone in the history of my living, of my being, of my existence. Can you hear that car? Oh my gosh, that was a really loud car. Um, okay, anyway, that I have not had sushi. It's been such a long time and I really want sushi again, but I'm not eating it to, I don't know, be more be more safe. So, you know, that can be hard because we have to find new things that make us happy in the new environment in quarantine. And, um, you know, it just takes time because can, I can find new things. For example, I found the podcast, which is, so great because it made me so happy um so yeah okay now on to story time that was an interesting melody i don't usually say that but or say it like that but that's pretty cool okay starting with the story um this story took place uh, like a week before quarantine or two weeks before quarantine actually around three weeks before quarantine I'm not actually that sure but pretty recently and um but did you know it's actually been like almost half a year in quarantine that's crazy like it's been a while so actually pretty pretty long ago but anyway um I was in Spanish and I had to do a project where I had to talk about a certain topic I'm not very sure what we were talking about, um, but I had to give a presentation, and in the presentation, like, I had to memorize the entire presentation, and I kind of had a feeling of what I needed to say, but I hadn't memorized it yet, like, I hadn't created my script, like, reviewed it or memorized it or anything, so uh, I had to do that over the weekend, but then the weekend came, and I just, like, didn't feel like doing it, and I wanted to do things that make me instantly happy, like, watching movies I am I think I went to my friend's house a few times uh I don't know I just didn't do that like I did the rest of my homework because it was easier and it was shorter and I have to put as much power like brain power into getting the instant gratification that I wanted but with that I had to like actually write the whole thing and it was like a pretty long presentation so I didn't feel like doing it and then my teacher she said before, because we had to do it with a group, um, but we are, are only responsible for our part of the presentation. But my teacher had said that if one person in your group wasn't there, then you wouldn't have to present on Monday. You could present on Wednesday instead. 
So, uh, and then one of our group members was like, I'm not going to be there. And so I was like, okay, that's fine if I don't do it. Like I should probably do it over the weekend, but I'll still have until Wednesday. Won't be presenting on Monday. So I just didn't, I didn't do it. And Monday came around and I didn't, I didn't do the presentation. I got into class and I was like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, like I'm chill. This is fine. I'm not gonna have to present today. Then my teacher, she says, oh, even if your other group members aren't here, you can still present because your presentation doesn't really affect the other group member's presentation and theirs doesn't affect yours. So you can just present even if your group member isn't there. And I was like, wait, what? And she's like, yeah, even if you don't have a group member, uh, you're going to still be presenting today. And I was like, I don't even, I have not started. I have no clue what to do. I was freaking out. Like we were going to go. She put us on the list and, um, I was like, what? I, I was completely like, I didn't know what I was going to do. And like that day, my throat kind of had been hurting, like kind of just, I don't know, like just a slight hurting in my throat. And I was like, and then I just convinced myself, oh my gosh, this throat is so hurting so bad and uh actually it was getting worse by the day like if I wanted to I could go home but like I shouldn't you know uh but I just used the excuse and I was like um I texted my parents I was like my throat is hurting so 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 bad I need to go home right now instantly and uh they're like okay picking picking you up now and then like by the time they're coming or my dad was coming, the groups were starting to present, and I was like, oh no, and, um, like, it was getting, like, group by group was finishing, and I was like, no, please don't finish, please don't finish, and then they finished, and the next group came, the next group came, now our group was gonna come any second, but then, um, I got the pass that I could go, and then I was like, yeah, my throat is hurting really badly, so then I went home, and it actually started hurting really pretty badly, like, I mean, it was a valid excuse because it was hurting, but also not very valid because I should have, I should have stayed. But I don't know, I was just freaked out in the moment and I didn't know what to do because I knew I was going to get a zero if we had a present and we couldn't make it up. So I went home and then the next day I woke up and my throat was actually hurting really, really badly. And so I went to the throat or actually just went to my normal doctor and then I had like a throat infection or whatever. So it actually just ended up being true, which was really weird because in the beginning, I kind of used it as like an excuse to get out of the presentation. But then it actually ended up like my throat actually started hurting really bad and actually became like something that was a serious. So that was, that was interesting. But I did finish my entire presentation the next day and I memorized it and I recited it even with a, a hurt throat because I was like, this is never happening to me again. And thought that in the beginning I was making myself happy, but it was like only short term, super in the moment happiness. It wasn't long term happiness because I was just doing things that would give me instant gratification, but I wasn't thinking about the long term. It wasn't even that long term, just two days long term, but and then I ended up going to class and um, just being even more unhappy be, by not doing that thing. So even if I had to work for that happiness, I should have 
just persevered through and done it. So I have to really beat that instant gratification uh, feeling in my mind because it's it's truly damaging. And that was a that story definitely did show the damaging part of it. So so yeah, uh, it just led to more unhappiness. Like my my short happiness just led to more unhappiness where I could have just been happy all around. I could have just finished that homework right away. Uh, it like I would could I banged it out in one day like it wasn't that hard I could have just done it been happy from that and then gotten like the rest of the happiness that I wanted to and by uh like I don't know hanging out with my friends afterwards or I don't know uh watching a movie afterwards but got that let that get in the way I'm pretty sure there's like a TED talk on this I'm actually not really sure what it's called but something about instant gratification and procrastination um. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. If you like this podcast, you will indefinitely enjoy my my other episodes that I have. So go check them out. Uh, this podcast episode was fun. Um, I am actually so exhausted right now. I have like so much stuff going on. So this has just helped me de-stress, de-exhaust. So that's good. So leave a review, follow, subscribe to the podcast, or follow the podcast depending on which platform you're using. Share this podcast with all of your friends. Friends, please share it. Even if it's like sending the episode to a group chat or I don't know, one of your friends that you think might like it or posting it on your social media like doing those small things can really help me grow my podcast so more people can listen to it and um yeah just overall win-win situation make others happy by sharing my podcast with them and here's a preview of the next episode i hope you like it now that we're online you know we're all using zoom uh which is like a new thing like honestly every remember before whenever we had online calls we would always use like skype or something and now we use zoom um zoom is just thriving right now but the people who turn on their cameras and nobody else has their camera on like those people you know they're confident they have some real real guts to do to just turn on their camera make that bold move make a statement turn on their camera nobody else has a camera on but you know what they're gonna turn on their camera and be the one and then once they turn on their camera then like other people you know then like oh like five maybe like a minute later another person will turn on their camera because the other person will be like oh my gosh like one person has their camera on so i might as well and then other people will be like oh they both have their camera on so i'll turn it on too and then it just creates you know they just start this this wave and until everybody has their camera on. So you know that first person really is just the trailblazer who just gives hope to the rest of the group. And you know, I really appreciate that. And um, just really being the leader in quarantine, you know? And have a great day and talk to you guys next Saturday on That's Like Indefinable. Bye-bye.